Hey everyone and welcome to Run It Back. It's me, Nate Williamson, and my fellow sports guy, Jake Shavink here. We've got a lot to talk about, but first, I know what you're saying. What are they saying? Run what back? What do they even mean? What are they talking about? Well, for that, I'm going to let Jake explain what should we expect here. We kind of talked about this a little bit before we went on. It's kind of up in the air, which I think is going to be a really good thing. Yeah, I mean, you could we get to talk about a lot of different topics. We're going to keep more open-ended than we've usually done uh, for podcasts and shows and all that stuff that we've you know done in the past on the Sports Guys. It's fresh to hear that name a little bit, kind of like a little bit of a throwback. So that's kind of what run it back kind of means is like we've done this before but we're back now and we're gonna you know keep this rolling hopefully uh as long as you guys keep liking and supporting it so this is the first one but yeah we hope to grow yeah we've always had a pretty like we've got a pretty good uh support base so if you're listening to this well done you already found the podcast you've accomplished your mission and a new one now for you you got to stay with us <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that's the mission. After you find, you have to stay. Yeah, exactly. You're kind of stuck. No. It's like a flytrap. Yeah, almost. Let's dive right in and talk about what we're actually here to discuss. So first up, and I think really suitable for us as a duo, something a lot of people will associate with us. I hope that's what they would think, the NFL. There's been a lot going on recently. Yeah, there's been a ton. I mean, I've been training camps underway, and, and now we're into preseason week two, you know, with, with starters coming out. So there's a lot going on, and there's, you know, a lot of talk about, you know, what's what the latest rumors are, um, you know, guys going a little crazy, guys holding out, all that stuff. We're going to cover a few of those. So what's pretty cool is we've got, you know, some big headlines with some big-name players, Nate. I think that's something else um, that helps fuel the discussion. It's still in August before the season starts. But I think first thing we got to talk about is Antonio Brown. Um, you know, he's someone who, you know, when you follow this guy this long, he's now in, in, in Oakland after being traded from Pittsburgh. He had that whole whole spat with Pittsburgh over there, and now you know he's got you know his feet frostbitten uh, with, without proper footwear and, and like a cryo chamber. And now the, the situation with his helmet, all this stuff, um, and and reportedly he's back at camp now. So it's just like. Nate, Nate, what do you think of all this like uproar that he's trying to create? At this point, I think it's just just odd it's like if you really love the game i feel like all those side distractions and stuff aren't necessary there's so many people that want to be where he is and does he love the game i don't know i can't tell anymore yeah i mean it's it's wild to say like i'm gonna retire over a helmet yeah it's just silly it's like almost childish like oh you took my toy from me well i'm leaving i'm going home yeah it's like he's deliberately trying to be in the news maybe who knows this could be something cooked up by like hard knocks and the Raiders and everybody's in on it. That would be kind of crazy. That'd be kind of um, cool. I'm not going to lie. That's creative yeah, so, marketing. How, <laughs> yeah. How do we boost the hard knocks ratings <laughs> on HBO? Like how everybody has this. So the people who do, we have to make them tune in. Right. And after HBO, like after game of Thrones ended, imagine the massive amount of subscriptions that were just over at that point. There's that is so done. true. And I watched Chernobyl actually recently. I don't even think we got to talk about this. Chernobyl was another really good show that they put it was out. Really too. good. Like if, if, People, if you still have HBO and you you haven't watched Chernobyl yet, you gotta get on that. It's it's super good. I mean, it's dramatized, obviously, but they do a really good job highlighting a lot of stuff leading up to and during, obviously, um, the disaster there. So it's really well done. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because you see like all these monuments that have been used in so many movies and like these places, like uh, in the area that are just like abandoned, like the Ferris wheel stuff, like that. And it's just kind of crazy. Sorry, I get off on sidetracks. You know how that is. Kind of yeah. happens with us a lot. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. 
so AB's cold feet. Let's just keep it at that. It, it's just, how do you see this ending? You think he plays? I think he's going to end up just playing and going to move I mean, on from it. Yeah, he'll play now. I think, you know, it seems like he was making the helmet situation out to be bigger than it is. I mean, we talked. they talked about it across national media earlier this week. Like, Rodgers and Brady both had to switch their helmets, and you don't see them, like, making a big deal about it. So, you know, they're moving on. And, it, you know, as quarterbacks, they got to have that on the swivel. And what Antonio Brown was saying is it kind of limited his, his vision, his, like, peripheral vision a little bit with where the helmet was, like, now protruding most of the shell of it. So I guess it's about being safer, and that's the biggest thing with this. It's not like they're deliberately trying to make his vision worse out there or anything like that. It's like, this is a safer helmet. Like, just put this on. Rodgers and Brady are both fine with it. So it's just, I think it's time to move on, get ready for the season, and uh, have the Raiders finish last. Saw Mike Thomas get paid, and rightfully so to me. You want to touch on that really quick? What do you think about that contract? I mean, yeah, I think... I got to remember the details now. I think it was it was was it sixty million guaranteed? I know it was five for hundred. Pretty sure it was. I can look really 60. quick. Yeah, I think I think it was sixty, but we're gonna go with that while Nate like looks it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the receiver market where it's setting itself. I mean, New Orleans beyond Mike Tom Michael Thomas. Like, what do they really have a receiver right now? An old like a lot of young game. guys, developmental guys. <laughs> you got to have it. It I was mean, five years. Sixty one million guaranteed. Sixty one. Right. Yeah, oh, whatever. 61. He got the extra one. I'm gonna okay. call it sixty. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I mean, when you look at it, you're you're planning for longer than Drew Brees. You're not just, you know, sitting in a window and being like, All right, we're just gonna tear everything down that we built just because Brees leaves. I mean, I get it, that's a huge part, but like having guys like Kamara and, you know, Ryan Ramchek whose deal is gonna come up soon, I'm sure. So all these like core pieces, Lattimore. Uh, Marcus Williams, like all these guys are going to get paid at some point. You want to have that core around um, whoever comes in after Breeze. So it's an important uh, important deal for Michael Thomas. Yeah, agreed. And you got to look past Drew Breeze because Drew, getting up there, I know we say, we think guys like Drew Breeze, Tom Brady can play forever, but uh, not the case more often than not. Drew's got some kids and he'll want to retire and get out of there. And Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill, whoever it ends up being, Mike Thomas is a big boost no matter what. Yeah, even if it's not, even if he's not on the roster, you know, they're searching around or the draft comes up and, you know, we'll see. I mean, yeah, anytime, you know, it's, Drew's getting up there, he's going to be, he's 40. It's like, it's, you know, a couple big hits, you know, when you're 40 and you have kids and you're like looking beyond football, that can kind of be like, all right, maybe this is time, you know. Yeah, and he's built up such a fan base that no one would really be mad at him. I mean, everybody loves Drew Brees, except if you're from Atlanta, which that's just natural. You're not going to yeah. like anybody from New Orleans. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But yeah. he, he got the city Super Bowl. He's been to some some NFC championships. You know, it's, he's done a lot for them. So, you know, him and Sean Payton have been a great duo. And so, you know, however Drew rides off, uh, going to be going to miss him for sure, no matter what, no matter who you root for, really. Yeah, true. And uh, a first ballot Hall of Famer, do you think? Absolutely. There's no doubt. I mean, he has the yards record. He could pass Peyton in a touchdown. I mean, yeah, we talk about, you know, in some positions, it's like longevity. You know, it, it, it kind of could make you, like, seem better than you are, especially, like, receiver if you've got good quarterbacks. But if you're a quarterback playing this long and you've, you've been as good as Drew's been, it's like it, first ballot. No brainer. So we know Drew's going to be playing at least one more year. What we don't know what's going on with Ezekiel Elliott right now, still holding out on a contract. Yeah, from that camp, Jerry Jones. They've made offers to their to their triplets, their modern triplets. You know, talk about the '90s, but we're talking about Dak, Zeke, and, and Amari Cooper. They said they offered Dak around thirty million. Zeke, I think, was around was just under Todd Gurley money, which I think is like 
is like 12 to 14. It's somewhere in there. But I think Zeke, you know, it's in their best interest to get the deal done. When I think about it, I mean, like Jack's valuable, obviously. He's a solid quarterback, so I think he's elite, great, no. But he's solid enough to where you probably pay him at least for a second contract. He's not killing you out there in any way. But again, having a guy like Zeke in there to help is huge. I mean, it helped him a ton his rookie season out there at quarterback. So Zeke is integral to this team. I don't know how they're not going to pay him. Honestly, I think the deal gets done and he's playing week one. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think if you're Jerry Jones in that corp, you have to pay Zeke. Dak, he's fine. Is he a truck or a trailer has been the question. I forget who said it first. Who was that? Oh, anyway. I didn't even know. I, I didn't even know that. That's a pretty good analogy. I like that. Yeah, I'm, I'll look and see who it is because I feel bad not attributing that. I know uh, Matt Miller actually was talking about it too. Benjamin oh. Albright. It was Ben Albright. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, is he a truck or a trailer? Is he pulling this team or is he being pulled by this team? Ezekiel Elliott's a truck. He's big for this he team. A truck. He's a truck. No he might even be the truck for that team. Yeah. It, I mean, you can talk about like the offensive line, how good it is. It's very good. But like having Zeke there for the Cowboys is huge right now. Yeah, no and doubt. I know, I, and I know that may sound contradictory to some who've, who've seen my takes in the past about paying running backs and how much running backs really matter. I mean, they matter. It's just you can find them in a lot of different places. So it's, you know, the Cowboys have their guy. Why, why change it up now? Zeke's been excellent. You know, there's a select few that you pay a lot of money. And then yeah. there's some that you don't, and we're probably going to be talking about that shortly. But mm-hmm. that upper echelon of running backs, and you, it it can get muddled at some points in history. I'd say who is yeah. in that upper echelon, but like oh, you said, I don't think there's really that much doubt about the next guy we're going to talk about. And uh, yeah. I would pay Zeke. I'd pay Zeke in a heartbeat. Not yeah, only I mean, a fireball of a player, but a great player. I think. Yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing. It's like, you know, when you talk about, you know. The concern about paying him, like with Todd Gurley and that injury, it's like Zeke really hasn't been hurt. That's like, true. Like he's out there all the time. Like he's he's been durable. He's been yeah, he's been awesome out there. So it's not like they're dealing with like a, a Todd Gurley situation where he's had major injuries in the past because Gurley injured his knee in college. Now he's having trouble with his knee again. Like that's something that you you expect pre draft. You're like, okay, we're taking this guy. Like we pay him, but this knee stuff could come up again, right? Zeke's really not had that issue. Yeah, anything Zeke has now, it's going to be fresh. And he seemed like a freaking wrecking ball, honestly. It doesn't seem like yeah. anything's going to slow him down. I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood for him and for me for saying that because that could come back to bite me. Yeah. <laughs> so going up next, Melvin Gordon, another holdout here. What's the story? So, yeah, Melvin Gordon wants a new deal. He's not going to play this year. I mean, this is his last year of his rookie deal, but he has said he's not playing without a new deal at this point. But the Chargers seem like they're just business as usual. I don't. It doesn't seem like this is going to be resolved anytime soon. We could have another Le'Veon Bell situation with Melvin Gordon. And so if Melvin Gordon doesn't play, um, how much does this diminish your thoughts on the Chargers this year, Nate? Melvin Gordon, in the long run, he's a solid player. The backs that we talked about this earlier off the air before we started recording, behind him they were going to split the carries. Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, Detrez Newsome. It's not like a dig at Gordon to say they could hold it up, but every NFL team has to have a next man up mentality. And if uh, Melvin Gordon isn't in the lineup, the game doesn't stop without him. The only thing that stops is his playtime, and that's bad for him. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I think it's big to have him out there only because the sample size that you've seen from Gordon in these last couple seasons, I know he didn't start very well on his rookie year and such, but he's, he's going to custom his offense. He's become a big part of it. But on the other hand, you know, you've seen what, Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson can do. I know it's not as big of a sample size, Mm -hmm. but Eckler was averaging five yards a carry last year, just like Gordon was. And he caught 10 less passes, you know, 
what was it, like nine less games started. I know he played in 14 games. That's more than Gordon played last year. But still, at this point, like, if you can get at this, like, if you have a good enough offensive line, you can create holes for, you know, pretty much anybody at running back. I mean, you need some talent there. You can't have, like, Trent Richardson back there or anything. But, like, if you have guys who can be productive, you know, and you have a rotation, then there's, I don't think the Chargers need to be super concerned about it. Like, honestly, if he's looking for, like, $14 million a year, I don't know about you. I'm not paying that. No, I'm not paying that for him. And I'll pay that for some guys, but not for him. I mean, I think yeah. Philip Rivers said it really well. I found this earlier when I was looking it up. Are we better with Melvin? Heck yeah, we are. So hopefully we have him in addition to these other guys. If Philip Rivers pulling for him, it tells you he's important to this team, at least in one way or another. But honestly, you're only as important as you are worth it in the NFL. And financially, I wouldn't recommend taking that much of a risk on a guy like Melvin Gordon on a small sample size. I'm just not, you know, going to give him the money that that Gurley and like Zeke will make, and then probably what Barkley will make in a couple of years. Like those type of guys, it's like he doesn't scream like that type of talent to me. And this other thing, the other thing that came to mind when talking about this is I know it's not this year, and the Chargers are win now, obviously. But if Rivers has, you know, maybe we could say maybe two, three years window. That sounds pretty good. And he might be done. Yeah, I would, I would give him okay. that. Okay. So if we're giving him two to three years, right? And you look at next year's running back class, could be loaded. Yeah, no, absolutely. 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 So that's another thing you can look at next year is like, okay, well, you know, we may not want to pay Gordon and we can maybe get by with these two guys who've been productive, you know, have a good season. You know, this is still a Super Bowl caliber team, I think. But, you know, next year you got like Jonathan Taylor, you know, Travis Etienne, like guys like that who can come in and be productive from day one as rookies. And then you're seeing they're like, okay, we didn't need to pay him when we can get other guys on rookie deals. And we need to, you know, they obviously got to start talking about paying Melvin Ingram again and paying Joey Bosa, like mm-hmm. guys like that. So it's like, okay, do we value these guys more than Gordon and we can get somebody to replace Gordon? I think so. Like, I like Melvin Gordon. Like, I do. I was rooting for him when he was at Wisconsin. You know, he was excellent. He had the yardage in a game record for like a week, but he did it like 400 yards against Nebraska. It was super cool. But like, at this point, the Chargers need to pay guys at the premium spots and running backs not a premium spot for them right now. Yeah, absolutely. And you got to weigh out benefits and uh, negatives of making a deal that's that much money for Melvin Gordon. It's going to be tough for them, but what do you think comes out of it? Do you think he gets paid what he wants, or do you think he eventually folds in for the love of the game and comes back and plays? Honestly, at this point, if I were betting on this, I could see him sitting out most to all of the year. That's going to be nuts, and that is a huge blow to the Chargers if he does that. But yeah. recent trends, I agree, I can see that easily. Yeah, I think we might start getting to that point with guys, especially when, you know, if he feels like he's valuable enough and enough teams would take interest in him next year on the market. Now, I'm not sure that might that might not be the case, but, you know, he thinks he knows what he's worth, and, you know, he's going to fight for that. And I, you can't, can't blame the guy for wanting to get his money. No, definitely not, definitely not. So moving forward with that, a lot of guys trying to earn their money in the preseason. Who are you watching as we head into week two? Thankfully, football is finally back. Insert trumpet sounds here. Football is finally back, and we're a go. Who are you looking forward to seeing in week two? I mean, you, you get to see a lot of rookies in the first, you know, couple weeks of this, so that's what's really nice, and the starters are going to get back, so, it's, you know, as a Packer fan and somebody who watches the Packers, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, guys like Rashawn Gary again this week. I know he played last week, but it's another name to to watch for sure is the first round pick and you know maybe darnell savage will get out there as well um but like non-packer guys you know i think it's cool to watch like the young rookie quarterbacks develop especially um 
you know, seeing another week of Dwayne Haskins, another week of Kyler Murray, another week of Daniel Jones, you know, another week of Drew Locke, like all these guys, you know, that are getting significant time. It's like, okay, how well are they progressing in the offense? You know, do any of these guys look rattled out there against second and third string guys, like stuff like that. And seeing them hopefully start maybe in a preseason game against maybe one or even twos is fine. But like seeing that growth out of these guys is, is something to watch. And I'll highlight a couple other guys because honestly, they might be the most interesting team coming into the season is the San Francisco 49ers to me, because I think if they stay healthy as a unit, spoiler alert and hot take alert, they could win the NFC West. Um, so guys like Debo Samuel, who Nate knows, I was extremely high on uh, coming into the year. Um, and those who followed you know, me on Twitter and stuff know about my takes on Samuel. I love the guy. Fantastic. So like him and Jalen Hurd, like guys like that, making an impact on the offense and having a lot of weapons. Uh, the receiver for Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be fun to watch. You know who else? I, Nate, I know it was long-winded. My bad. No, you're good, dude. I I am <laughs> perfectly fine with that. This takes a lot to cover. We're talking about every team in the NFL playing these weeks and seeing what they can do. So I mean, it makes sense. This should be the longest part. <laughs> yeah. Who else I'm watching on that 49ers team? I was going to throw this in there. Daniel Brunskill. He was the uh, San Diego State guy. He's an offensive tackle. His performance last week against Dallas, if you kind of zoomed in on it, I actually watched a film study of what he did in the first week. I don't remember who I was watching. I never remember the Twitter accounts, or I would shout him out. If it was you, I guess just let us know. I don't know. But I know he had a really impressive job on the run block last week for the 49ers, and coming San Diego to San Francisco makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if we're talking about, you know, that potent run blocking skills, we're we're talking about a guy you maybe could – Insert to guard, I don't know. It's not a name as, that I'm as familiar with as other guys, but obviously with McGlinchey and Staley at tackle, you're thinking maybe if he can get some time at guard, I know. The interior, I'm trying to remember. I know they signed Weston Richburg at center, but the guard mm-hmm. spot, they can be looking for some help, and that's a good one to highlight. Yeah. Move inside. Something I noticed uh, in the Patriots game last week, I was watching Jacoby Myers, a name that I think some people yeah. probably know there, undrafted. NC State, yeah. he did really, really well last week. He did, and I remember I remember watching him sub our name, I think. Two <laughs> touchdown passes and a 77.7 grade on PFF in his debut. Really, really good for an undrafted guy. And here we go yeah. again, the Patriots bringing in people that you might not yeah. expect <laughs> starring them. Yeah, I thought he had a decent senior bowl. He mm-hmm. was there. Yeah, I remember. He, he was a bigger guy, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. Having that kind of frame, that body type, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go back and check my notes from that. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, it was, there were a lot of guys there, so it's like I, I know I didn't love him as much as like McLaurin and like Penny Hart and guys like that. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean, he he stood out in some some drills and he had big miss uh, for hands and stuff. So I think you know the Patriots take interest in you and they're they're feeding you that much in the preseason. Gronk, Gronk, they lost red zone targets with him. They have a big guy like that. That mm-hmm. could be huge. Could be really nice. I love watching the Browns. I know you feel the same way after this turnaround. Yeah. So Heck fun yeah. to watch. You might even know who I'm going to say. He's from Alabama. Mac Wilson put on yeah, an absolute show. <laughs> he had a good day. Yeah, two picks and a 97-7 overall grade. Just an absolute show. He led every defender that qualified in the preseason on PFF. Yeah, that, he had a good game. And I think a lot of people were concerned, you know, with, with kind of instincts and kind of reading plays as they happen and diagnosing was his big issue coming out. And I think they were off the field stuff too. But, no, it's Mac Wilson. He's a... Big-time athlete. I know the Browns are doing okay at the linebacker position right now, but if, if they can turn that fifth-round pick into something special, then, you know, we're already looking at a team that doesn't have many holes, and if they fill that one, I mean, the defense is going to be excellent. 
Yeah, no doubt. They actually have almost as high as a rating on Madden 20. Not that this is a good way to grade your players. Please don't do this <laughs> as the Saints, if that tells you anything. This is pretty wild. I mean, when you've got, they got a lot of elite players and they got a lot of young players. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, they're going to be around for a while, hopefully. Yeah, I That's think not, I think I Cleveland deserves it. <laughs> there again because like Cleveland has gone through enough. Yeah, they they need it to have a good team like this. But with the whole thing with the Bud Light refrigerators and everything, that they need oh, it. Wild. They need it. <laughs> they do. They really do. All right, let's run it back. <laughs> We're back here. We're switching gears a little bit, Jake. We're going to something that I think we're a little bit less familiar with, but we still have a lot of fun talking about. That's yeah. the NBA. Yeah, I don't watch it a ton, but hey, I know people consume the NBA, so we gotta, you know. Yeah, and I mean, even bit. if you don't watch every game, I feel like it's such a global sport now, and it's so easily recognizable. Yeah. You know it anyway. Like, you just do. It's just kind of how it works. Mm-hmm. So DeMarcus Cousins, formerly of the Pelicans, then was denied a title after signing with the Warriors. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And then yeah. to the Lakers has torn his ACL. How do you feel about that? I have some pretty strong opinions, but I want to hear how you well, feel I before yeah, I hear I that. I'll keep this kind of short. I mean, I think his ad was a good idea for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. The team needed some more scores and you know some some play around the rim. And I think Anthony Davis was going to stretch more a lot for them. Yeah, and be kind of all over the place, and he would have been nice. Uh, with JaVale McGee in there as kind of a couple guys who can protect the rim and, you know, get key rebounds and such down the stretch. But, you know, this torn ACL hurts the Lakers big time. I think, I just don't think their, like, roster as a whole is good enough to win an NBA title now. I think they could have gotten by and had some, like, you know, tough bouts in the playoffs with, with the top teams. But I think I think you got to look at the Clippers now and be like, wow, that's that's the team to beat now. Yeah, I would agree with that. And you can't ignore Golden State still even. They had just yeah, well, off-season they additions. Back. We thought they were going away. We were they completely wrong. <laughs> when Clay gets back. That's yeah. going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited to see the It'll Western Conference fun. this year. It will be fun. Yeah, and the Rockets too. And yeah, all that. They're gonna, it's going to be loaded. There's no a lot doubt. of teams that will be really, really fun to watch. With DeMarcus Cousins, my thoughts on that. Yeah, as you mentioned, I am a Pelicans. I think the what we got back from the Anthony Davis trade kind of getting back to it here, was worth it. DeMarcus Cousins, I was sad when he left. I don't really feel that bad for him. I think what he really needs is a change in management. That injury is going to cost him 150 ish million dollars from the last injury, obviously with the torn ACL before. That's going to cost him some serious change. And I'm not talking chump change. That's like at least 150 mil in guarantees over the rest of his career. He's still pretty young. He's still pretty young. He could have made a lot of money. Those injuries really gonna hurt him it's gonna be interesting to see if he comes back and is is as dynamic as he was yeah it's like they were talking about it before he they even learned this they're like okay could they you know they felt like all right last year he was kind of coming back from the injury kind of getting back to form it was like okay if they limit his minutes early like he should be okay start of the season and then bam yeah like season over just like that and it, it sucks for him you know, as I have a little bit of bitterness towards him, I am sad for him as a player because I do think he is an epitome of what the game is like today. You've got these giant athletes that can shoot the lights out of the place from three, and he's exciting to watch. He needs to have better management because he's lost himself a lot of money with these contracts. He turned down a max from the Pels, for instance. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So as far as the Western Conference goes, like I said, going to shake things up. We were expecting the Lakers to be one of the top teams. I don't think that necessarily changes things. I think they're going to be a tough out no matter what. Anytime you have LeBron James on your team, you're going to be a tough out. And a pretty solid core behind him. Not great, like you mentioned earlier, but 
good enough maybe to get a little bit into the playoffs, keep going. I'm excited yeah. to watch some of the young talent. Obviously, as a Pelicans fan, this is the one I can kind of comment on biasly. It's going to be fun. I'm excited for that. Zion's going to be fun just for the league as a whole. I think oh, the league yeah. needs a refresher. Yeah. And that's why it's going to be a lot more fun this year. And I think they're going to see viewer numbers skyrocket this year in terms of NBA, which I'm excited for. I'm good with that. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, they're going to get up. it's going to get a lot more popular with Zion in there when you get those big, big-time talents under the NBA. Yeah. What do you think is your most, like, anticipated new team? Like, out of the duos. I know you probably are excited about Kemba going to Celtics. I think that'll be cool. I wish he wasn't in Boston, though. Yeah, like, true. Kemba's my guy. I just don't like Boston in general. So yeah. That hurts. Yeah, that's going to be a like, tough one I, to get I'm over. <laughs> he got paid. He's going to ball out, hopefully. But I think, you know, deviating deep, a little bit from the obvious, I mean, they're still going to be a heck of a team. I think it's going to be interesting to watch uh, Brody and the Beard. Yeah, that'll be really, really interesting. It confused uh, me when that happened at first. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that was kind of wild. I like, was okay. almost in disbelief. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of wild. So it was like, okay, well, now those two, it's like, well, who's taking the last shot? Well, I mean, we all know who it should be. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, you know. Well, it's just the crazy thing is, like, they're high. both kind of undervalued for what they do. They were both top 10 in assists last year, and it's just, like, crazy. That's just a random statistic, but, like, it, it's just crazy. You usually don't think of Russ as, okay, I'm going to go get my 10 assists and be done. You usually think that, but I, he had a lot of assists. So, I mean, hey, yeah. it adds up either way. Yeah, if they got, I mean, if they got shooters, I mean, I know Harden's a shooter, but if they got a lot, if, if they, if that was a team to add a lot of shooters, I mean, Oh man, would they be something if they had like two, three big time shooters on that team? Yeah, just forget about it because that's—I mean, it's just, they would be difficult. It's to too be. hard to guard when you have that kind of athleticism mixed with shooting. It's just—it's yeah. too hard. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So we'll switch gears again here. We're going back to the NFL, but this time it's kind of the same gear. It's not really something that we're both really, really fond of. And we have, I would say, actually a good amount of experience in by now, wouldn't you? The yeah. NFL draft. Yeah, heck yeah. We've done a lot of stuff now, which is kind of crazy to think about where we were a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, we've done, uh, we've three-peated. Yeah. Three-peat of live shows, night one, night two of the draft. Um, it's, it's been wild. I loved every minute of it. We had a good time, um, you know, and we don't expect that to stop. So that's no, that's definitely not. Looking forward to more, actually. I think. Yeah, we, we we're gonna try and do more this year. I think so. Yeah, the NFL draft always fun. I know brought, I brought you along a little bit, Nate, with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Nate, Nate's definitely grown. So like extremely. All, I don't. I I do like, basically nothing going out. Like maybe that nothing. First year, that first <laughs> year, you were kind of like had the computer up, looking up a lot of stuff, and I was like, okay. I mean, I know. I knew you would grasp it quick, and Nate's a rock star now. It's it's pretty fun. So, I mean, I grabbed onto it quick. That was always kind of something I enjoyed, but I didn't know I enjoyed. I, I like, used to watch uh, all these videos about soccer prospects and, like, basketball players and stuff like that. But So, the the mentor here, which is nuts. It's crazy to, like, think, okay, we're a member of this this group of people now, like the NFL yeah. draft fam. Yeah. We have become part of draft Twitter, no doubt. Yeah. Part of draft media, you could say. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And hopefully we'll, we'll keep growing in that too. And, and be even a ma- bigger part this year, we're going to get into it. But my first top 50 drops, I guess probably today, by the time you hear this. Yeah. I, I would it say it'll be tomorrow today. at the time we're recording this. Yeah. I'm excited but to see it. I, it's, 
it's pretty wild. I, I highlighted mostly names that people would know because um, there are a couple guys who have dealt with injuries on the list and stuff like that. And there's there's so many guys I want to fit in that top fifty, and we can kind of talk about it a little bit. But like, what's really cool is you got the community that we're going to shout out, like Mark Jarvis and Jesse Fritch and their crew do an excellent job of cutting up stuff for prospects that you can watch for those who don't have all 22 draft tape, which is like a black market thing. Right. It, it really is. And it's hard to come it, by. Honestly, Matt Miller has called it that the draft network has called it that like it, that's just how it is. Like you just don't get it. Which is it's really unfortunately accessible. So. No, it's certainly not. And we, I think, I forget, I think actually on the way to the Senior Bowl last year, we were listening to Stick to Football, and they were talking about all 22 footage, and it's basically like you don't ask for it, you don't know where you get it. Too, like, like publicly, you can't. Like, if you, ha- if you have it, access to it, and you get it from, like, a school, like, you can't, like, just give it away. Like, they're like, you have to keep this tight. Like, we don't want other teams or other people getting access to these, like, our schemes and every little thing we do. So it's, it's wild. But, like, there's a, it's a good enough system that we have right now that they cut up the least of guys. You don't get to see everything, but you can see enough. Yeah, definitely. I think we do what we can with what we have. And uh, it's pretty impressive what everybody does now and how well-developed it's been. Like, people put these things out. There's a couple different places you can get, like, pretty solid game tape. And it's just kind of like, yeah. well, what would we do without you guys? <laughs> Yeah, we'd be we'd be here doing nothing. I yeah, don't cool. even have TV, so I'll be uh, we streaming have service. We're gonna have a <laughs> run it back summit where we come up in and batch record. As long as we can go uh, to some of the uh, better restaurants in that area, you know I'm down. I have actual adult money to spend on food now. So Nate, we're getting a Popeye. What? Yeah. Oh, we're you got me. It. I'm there. We're getting it. You like, got me. Yeah, we're getting a Popeye. For anyone that doesn't know, Popeyes. My favorite restaurant, like fast food, of course. It's so good. It's going to be a three-minute drive. It's excellent. Oh, that's amazing. And you guys yeah. already have pretty much everything else up there. So that, we pretty that's much, good We enough. have most things. We just don't have, like, five guys at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. We had to drive, like, 20 minutes for that. Boy, we got off topic, but that's fine. Well, that's okay. It's I food. I feel like we always talk about food on our podcast, so we, it's fine. We, we totally talk about food. <laughs> All right, fine. so the last thing on your big board you want to give a sneak peek? Is there anything uh, you're looking forward to showing people? Maybe, I mean, you don't want to give away um, too much, but, you know, yeah, give I us mean, a little tease. All right. I'm going to give Nate a taste because I don't think he knows how many LSU players are on it. No, I definitely don't. There are four. I bet I there's can least, guess who they think, are, yeah, but for the sake of it, I probably won't. Okay, I tell me one thing. What? Tell me one thing. Yeah. How high is Grant Delpit? You can give me, you like, me, a general, you like, want top me to blank. Tell you the number right now. If you want to, yeah. Two. <laughs> so yeah definitely take a look at that it's gonna Honestly, be fun i almost put him at one i mean i can't disagree with that i mean i i can't so disagree good. with that he's so good, so good. and he's gonna be so oh, fun man. to watch he really is especially again that texas game it's gonna be really fun that's what i'm yeah it's gonna be a mind game like he like Devin white gave him basically he left and like defensive coordinator he's coming up to him now grant Elvis, that meme Look at me! I'm the captain now. Like he's, he's got, like that's him. Like he's he's running the show. And he even he even did it last year. You can he, you can see it on some of his some of his stuff. He's like he's he's setting people up. He's like you need to be here. You need to be here. He's like directing traffic from the safety spot, which is not like super common. So can you guess the other three guys on the list? I know one for sure. Okay, Christian Fulton. Yeah, he's absolutely out there. Is the uh, there was one lineman last year that would didn't play the season because he was hurt. Oh. He's getting a lot of hype right now. I can't remember his yeah. name. I can't think I of don't his know name. How to pronounce his name. I don't know. It's 
Kalevon Chaisan or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's right. He's on there. That's right. He's 100% on there. And then there's one, the last one is someone who was on it last year, but he went back for senior year. Yeah, mm. look at that. Four defensive guys. That's pretty Yeah, wild. four defensive guys. It's trouble in the Tiger pit. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. I don't know who the fourth one is. I, I'm like it's, having it's, a mental blank. It's Richard Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Richard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He looked. He was really good. I just had a big I, time mental blank. Big fan. So I think all four of them are top thirty-five. So LSU got to be a team to watch this year. Yeah, no I'm doubt. To think of what else I can I can say? I mean, I don't want to detail all fifty of them. But I mean, people will read it tomorrow, and I'll, I'll be doing a video on it for sure. Yeah, definitely. So like, <laughs> um, but number one, I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious because I feel like a lot of people have them there. Mm-hmm. Right now, I mean, Jerry Judy is... Yeah, that's what I figured. ...is ridiculous. That is insane. Every time I watch his tape, it just gets more and more like, wow, like, this he's guy, jeez. Like, I don't... He is, like, the most fluid person in space. And, like, he makes cuts that you, like... If he played basketball, like, he'd be a problem. It'd be filthy. It'd be absolutely filthy. It would be a problem. Like, I don't understand, but... And that... But, yeah, he's on there, so that's... I mean, he's... And then there are four quarterbacks on there. I think that's what most people want to know. Right. Is the quarterback. There are four of them. Three of them you probably know. If you're a casual fan, you probably don't know the fourth. Um, and spoiler alert, the fourth guy is not ranked fourth of the four quarterbacks. Dang. Well, so, now I'm even more excited to see that. That's going to be yeah, good. So two, so two of them are in the top ten. I think top six. Even. This draft class is going to be a fun one they're to so watch. They're so close, too. They're, they're so close. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> we can talk about it because, I mean... When they're listening to this, it'll be true. It'll be, already be out. You can go check it out. So like, is so, it Justin I mean, Herbert? With Tagovailoa are the two guys in yeah. the top six. Okay, I think it's four and six. Herbert's four, two is six. They're that really makes close. sense. That makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I'll go. I've got a few notes on them. People can read them on there. Um, like I said, we're not going to go into real deep stuff. Right. Other than what this. we already did. <laughs> right. So, like, okay. so we got those two. Jake Fromm's on there, but he's fourth. Right. Okay. And he's like around the 40 spot. And I'm trying to, I'm like blanking, but he's around that spot. And then Jordan Love from Utah State is the other guy on there. Yeah. And he impressed me a ton. And he looked great against Michigan State. And they play LSU this year. Yep, they do. So that's going to be awesome. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Because oh, anytime yeah. you have like, Grant Delpit on the other end, you really yeah, test a like, quarterback. Him, like Love and Delpit, like that's going to be wild. Yeah. Because both are like, like Grant Delpit's obviously very many tiers still ahead of him. Right. Based on what seen. But like watching those two play, like you're never going to, you don't circle that type of game on your calendar usually. No, but now, now if you're listening, you do. You circle it. Yeah. You go circle it right now. <laughs> yeah, you probably should circle it. Let's be honest. But that and the Sam Ellinger Grant Delpit matchup are both yeah, going to be really like fun. Ellinger, a lot of people like Texas this year. We'll see. Yeah, but, that whatever well, team wins that matchup early on is going to be thinking college football playoff. And that kind of leads in perfectly to what next week's show going to be in the kind of the outro because we're about done here. Went a little bit longer than we thought, but that's okay. We'll round it up. So basically, what are we talking about next week? We're going to be a lot more college football, which is going to be fun. It's our college football preview show. Yeah, it'll be loaded. It's going to be a good time. We'll talk Heisman, championship game, the playoff teams, which is always hotly contested, especially this year. This year is going to be crazy, and I still have to figure out which four I want because it's like it's It's just one of those situations where how do you pick four? There's so many promising teams. It's really honestly always those years where it's like, okay, there are about six, seven teams that can make it. Which kind of sucks, honestly. Mm-hmm. A little bit because you're like, oh, nobody can come out of like nowhere, nowhere to make the playoffs. That's 
That's not great. But I think it's tough. It's tough because there are about seven, eight games that are going to dictate so much. So we'll, we'll see. It's, it'll be good. But, yeah, we're going to do a lot of things. Like Nate said, Heisman, we're doing playoff teams. We might pick our champions. We're probably going to go conference by conference. I think that's a good thing to do. We can mm-hmm. just, we're probably going to go team by team in the conference. Right. I think winners in the conference makes sense. That's that's not too much. So it's like we're we're going to detail a lot of stuff next week. It's going to be wild. We're going to have a blast. That's so going to be really in. fun. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Make sure you tune in, people. Let's yeah. do it. Come on back. Yeah. <laughs> To kind of wrap things up here, just for fun, I'm going to throw you some quick questions. I'll answer them, too. I don't even think I put this in the Google Doc because I literally just got this. If you're following on Twitter, at NateJWSports, which you should be. And, Jake, what's your Twitter, just so they're together? Oh, at JakeNFLDraft. We're going to go. We got these from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So if you're listening to this and you didn't send us in a question this week, dude, what are you doing? Like, seriously? Like, what? We're kind of like... It's kind of last minute because we're recording tonight, but like, yeah. Next week we'll get it out quicker so people can have them and then. You know? Definitely, definitely. And I'm totally Maybe kidding. That. I'm not really that much of a jerk. Like, I know not everybody wants to send in a question, but you yeah. should. You should. Yeah. I don't. We don't care what it's about. No, clearly fun. you'll see. We don't care what it's about yeah, based on some of these questions. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. And starting yeah. it off on cue with that, Jake. I don't even know if you know the answer to this question. I know you probably do. Just given the. Uh, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say that you probably do, or you probably knew at one point. Are you ready? Okay. What are your guys' Enneagram types, and what does that say about you? Oh, shoot. Um, crap. And I'm not going to tell you okay, well, who this came from first. Here's a problem, because I took, oh, shoot, because I took it once, and like you and Mariah both thought that I was this. Mm-hmm. And then Grace thought that made more sense. But when I took it, I got a different one, because I'm pretty sure five was the one, right? Yes. That everybody else thought. Yes, I'm pretty five. sure. I'm fairly but confident. I took the thing and I got a two. Right, which is what I am. Okay, so... That was the big I thing, know. I think. I forget what it is. I don't remember. Well, we're going to have you retake see, it, and then we'll know. See, we're, we got to do this first show. When it's like a dead, when it's a dead week, yeah, we're going to come true. up with these cool things, and true. Like, we'll go over it. Or maybe during a live show, we'll be yeah, yeah, true. That'd be a fun one. I think we we'll get a lot of questions that are sports-related, so stuff like this is fun. Type 2, I think my next closest was like type 9 or something like that. Doesn't, I think, okay. I don't I put that much stock in these things, but, you know, they're fun to talk about. <laughs> they're interesting. They're interesting, for sure. So, back to kind of sports here. I got another question for us. Who is your favorite athlete out of all the athletes in the world? Oh, my gosh. It's um, so hard. Wait, is it current? Yeah. Well, I don't know. They didn't really say. All right. We'll just we'll let's assume it's current. Um, jeez. Favorite current athlete. It's like a tough. It's like, a I don't tough even, question. Like, there's a like, lot. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm trying to think of who like, I I'm actually even, like. Like, I'm not even going to throw Packer bias into this oh. because I think right now, like, because he's still. I, I, Baker Mayfield right now. Yeah, I can see honestly, that. I can see that. Might be my favorite right now just because. He's just so fun. Like, he just he's, seems he's like fun. a cool dude. He's not dude. afraid to say things. Like, he called out the last regime at coaching. And, like, I think he's going to be great. Really, I do. I'm excited for him. That's probably where I'd go. I, gotta, I would say Drew Brees is up there. Uh, he's yeah, just an Drew awesome Brees dude. But I, yeah, I think I'm going to lock in Drew Brees for now. And okay. if that ever changes, I'll, uh, you guys will be the first to know. 
Okay, so something you will probably have an idea about. I think I know the answer to this question. It came from a good friend of ours. If you had to play professionally in any sport, what sport would it be? I mean, oh, shoot. Well, okay. Because you have to I consider would, everything. I would say football, but then you have to get hit a and lot. you have to hurt. die. Um, like CTE, golf. that's a real, thing, a real thing. Golf, for sure. Golf, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. You made lots of money, and like you just have to deal with like back pain every once in a while. Like, True. That sounds that sounds like really dumbed down. It's really not, but like golf would be extremely fun because you get to travel around to a bunch of awesome courses. You know, if you're good enough, you get to be in like the Ryder Cup, which is awesome. Which is really cool, yeah. Right. Like to play once a year in the Open Championship in like England or Scotland, that's a dream right there. That's like Yeah, that'd list. be nuts. I think for me, I, th- I think golf is up there. I think golf's number two though. I think I would play okay. baseball. I think I, I would play baseball. That would be another one because guaranteed contract. Yeah, and you get That's your big. time off. You're always going to get the winner off. That's true. And guaranteed money. There's not a huge risk of injury if you're fairly smart about how you play. That's true. That's true. You can oh, be like a bullpen catcher and make. I think they make like a minimum of fifty thousand a year. Like just yeah. to be a bullpen catcher. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Like I could do that. Yeah, I'd be down well, for that. Be, but like reporting with your bros in like February. Yeah, that's pretty. I, that would be fun. That We're back, especially be... with how baseball is right now. Like yeah. it's a completely different sport than it was a few years ago. Yep. There's so much life in it. Like Tim there Anderson's is. a big example of that. Like I love him. Tim Anderson. Yeah, I was at the Sox game. Yeah, I know you broke their streak. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Broke the streak. That was kind of sad, but... Nah, you know, it, it is what it is. It is. It's fine. So, okay. You know, if you're listening to this and you want to know about the streak, just add me on Twitter. Yep. yep. I'll explain it. Ask some We're questions. We're not going to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> We're running out of time. I got one more question. All right. If you had the choice to play college basketball at any school, where would it be? College basketball at any school? Yeah. Am I not allowed to pick Illinois? Uh, we'll go, if you, if Illinois is your answer, we'll go Illinois and then runner-up. Okay, Illinois, then runner-up. Runner-up, I'm serious, like, 100%, like, I would play for this school, I rooted for them, Villanova. Not a school a lot of people off, think like, of. like, the main, like, everybody would be like, yeah, I play for Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, like, okay. Right. No, I would play for Villanova. Like, like I they, played for Nova, like, that. that's cool. They win, like, they're not bad, they're pretty good most years, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm in. Plus, Philly, not a bad sports town. No, usually. it's not. Not not normally. They're pretty dedicated, at least. Yeah, I like that. I think. Wait, what'd you pick? What'd you pick? I, this was tough for me, actually. So, I think I would probably have to play for Illinois, just being from Illinois. And I mean, yeah. being a graduate of Illinois. Most people listening to this will probably know that, but yeah. if you didn't, surprise, we both went to Illinois. Um, yeah, that's why we kind of like almost took it out. Yeah, like, I feel like. It makes sense to take it out, but Illinois is my first. Yeah. And playing basketball for LSU really isn't that attractive most of the time anymore. Like uh, I was like, I was like, I thought you would pick that, but then again, they're not like great. It's not like a great basketball school. No. Like, like I don't, I don't know where else I would pick. Really? Maybe Tennessee. Maybe some Rocky Top action. Okay. Tennessee would be kind of cool. It'd be interesting. You play right. in the SEC, so if you're really good, you look like you're a god among men. Plus, yeah, plus you could, like, you know, you have two chances to show up Kentucky. Yeah, true. And, like, if you beat that Kentucky be for Tennessee, you, like, drink for free in Tennessee your whole life. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Which, like, drinking in Tennessee, year, it's another world, so. Like, if you beat them twice in the regular season and yeah. beat them in the tournament, 
Like that would be pretty solid. That would be like you're probably in the Tennessee Sports Hall you of Fame. Three game sweep of that's pretty cool. Like that Peyton Manning cool. comes to your house and delivers your Hall of Fame certificate. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> Tennessee, that's that's a good one. Tennessee, my, yeah. No, I, I get it. I get that. So that's pretty much gonna do it for us, I think. Yeah. The first episode of back. Run It Back. Yeah. In the books. Sweet. And so, uh, yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter. You know, uh, at Nate JW Sports, and for me at Jake NFL Draft. Tune in for the next for next week's show. It'll be really good. All college football. I don't think we're gonna have time for anything else. Yeah, probably not. Maybe, maybe the clowny situation, which we didn't touch on today. But yeah, maybe. we can we can touch on that. We'll have we time with that, perhaps. And if you hung with us for the whole program, thanks, because uh, yeah, pretty yeah, awesome. An hour, all of us talking, and uh, honestly, I think yeah. we could go a lot longer, but we won't. Obviously, we but. Won't. <laughs> we'll keep these short. We'll try to keep it. We kept this one a little long. We'll try to next week's will probably be a little bit longer, but that's just because it's because it's college football. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know where this is going to be put up at. I imagine we'll do the same thing where we have it on Spotify, iTunes, some other places that you could download it. Leave us a review. Give us five stars, two thumbs up, whatever your rating scale is on the app that you have or the computer yeah. system that you have. It changes yeah, everywhere. So give yeah. us a, give us a good review and uh, let us know what you want to hear. If you're on the train early, good for you because you get to decide basically what we do here and what we yeah, do more of. True. Like you can dictate questions, you can dictate topics, like all that stuff. Plus, you know, we have we have a lot of time on our hands usually. Yeah. True. True. So we can we can do a lot of things. And I lost my train of thought, so that's what I said instead of what I was thinking. <laughs> Got it. We also do that a lot. Oh, yeah. This will probably be up on YouTube, too, at least the audio, because I don't have a face cam in front of me or anything. But That makes sense. But, I you thought know, we were but, putting the face cams up today. You know, I just, mine got lost. What the heck, Jake? No, that I didn't order. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this $1,000 face cam that I have in front of me? Well, just bring it when you visit, when we do oh, live shows okay. and record for YouTube. That will be good. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some YouTube. <laughs> well, we're excited to see that. Of announcement. Course. Yeah, big announcement. Da -da. Yeah, oh. drum, drum roll. Post credit drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could drum roll it. It's if you supposed to go before the announcement. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate y'all. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you next time on uh, Run It Back. Mm -hmm.